0: three ways successful people think. By the end of this video or podcast, wherever you're watching or listening, you're gonna have three tips for how to think like a successful person. I'm John White, founder and principal consultant of Clarity. We work with leaders around the world and I just wanna take a moment to thank you for subscribing, following, liking and sharing. If you haven't done that, if you could please do that now. That helps us to get the word out there to help more leaders like you to become the very best leaders they can be. Uh, So three ways that successful people think. When it comes to being a successful person, I love what John Maxwell says. John Maxwell has this saying that goes, you know what, if you spend a day with a successful person, you know what you end up thinking at the end of the day? That's why they're so successful. And I definitely think that's true. I think there there are some ways that successful people think. Um, that we can all learn from, so that we can be more effective, uh, be more efficient, but also, most importantly for me, um, is to make a difference in more people's lives. So, um, here are three tips to think more like a successful person. The first tip I wanna give you is to combine long-term thinking with short-term thinking. Combine long-term thinking and short-term thinking. Doesn't sound revolutionary, but let me explain what I mean. Some people fail to make um, big plans. Some people fail to look far into the future. One of my favorite questions that I've heard recently comes from Peter Thiel, the billionaire, who came up with this question that he talks about in Tim Ferriss' book, Tools of Titans. And the question is this, what's your 10 year plan and how could you get there in six months? What's your 10 year plan and how could you get there in six months? So the first thing I want to encourage you to do, if you want to think like a successful person, yes, you need the long-term thinking, Uh, But the problem is, without the short-term application, long-term thinking can be very uh, demotivating because it's hard to see all the momentum you're gaining. That's where you get that from short-term. So let me give you an example. Say that you want to really get fit. Um, Like for me, I would love to be able to run five kilometers in 20 minutes. So for me, being able to run five kilometers in 20 minutes or being able to run a half marathon or a marathon in a certain amount of time there's, there's more of your long-term thinking, or maybe for you it's about running the London Marathon in a, you know, in, in a few years time. But that's not gonna help you get out of bed tomorrow and actually do something about it. Instead, and this is really key, um, when it comes to successful people, they're very smart with their goals. And I like the idea of this, that what if your goals, your short-term goals, were less about comparing you with other people or the benchmark, and we're just about comparing you with who you were yesterday? What if your goals in the short term were just about comparing you with who you were yesterday? So let me give you an example. And stick with fitness, you're running a marathon, and yes, the long-term goal might be to run the New York Marathon or the London Marathon. But the short-term goal, you know what, I haven't gone for a run in three months, you might say. Well, the you, you know, you yesterday didn't go for a run at all. So maybe the goal for you short term, let's say this week is to to get out and go for a walk three times. Now you might say, but how does that move me at all towards my goal? Well, the the key is that as you progress and do week after week, the, the, the goal the week after might be still to go out and go for a walk three times, maybe you go for a walk twice and run once. Now you will fall, you will slip, but you can see how automatically you're going, I could get out and go for a walk three times next week. That's very doable. And if you then compare next week to the week after and just set and just move your goals incrementally. So how do you know, how do you actually implement this? And when do you know you're going wrong? Well, for me, it's all about goals. Too often we, we put stretch goals in front of ourselves and we get really passionate about them and then we fail. And failing is part of life. Watch a baby learning how to walk. You know, they fail and fail and fail. That's how we all learn to walk. So failure is a good thing. The problem is when we fail again and again and again, and by that I mean, when we fail to meet our goals again and again and again, we get demotivated. So we wanna create goals that we can actually um, achieve. That's why I love the idea of comparing, you know, basing my goals on me yesterday. Yes, I've got my stretch goal to go and do the New York Marathon, but if last week I, did, I went for a walk three times, then this week, Uh, Maybe it's going for a walk four times. I want to better what I did last week. And then if next week I I stuff up and and I only walk twice, that's okay. The following week, it's about walking three times. Um, And so you're always setting a goal the following day, the following week, the following month, short term, that's compared to who you were yesterday, last week, last month. That's the first tip. The second tip uh, for how successful people think is they measure everything. Successful people measure everything. So when it comes to any part of your life that you want to see more success in, excuse me, start by measuring it. How could you measure success in that area of your life? You want to read more books. Well, how many books did you read last year? Did you, were you measuring it? Um, And this connects very closely to the first tip, which is about uh, long-term thinking meets short-term thinking. Because once you measure something, then you start actually having some results to base off. That's how you know how you did last week. That's how you know how you went last month. Um, so measure things. And um, this is really important. This is actually a bit, of a, a bit of a secret weapon when it comes to being successful. Let me tell you how this plays out in the workplace. There's a great book called The, uh, the Truth About Employee Engagement by Patrick Lencioni. He talks about the three things that, that basically ruins engagement for any of us in a job. And um, those three things are anonymity. So if you're in a job where you feel anonymous, then that's really going to make it not a place where you want to be. Um, the second one, I'll, well, the second one I'll explain now uh, now because I want to land on the third one, is irrelevance. So if I fail to see how the job that I'm doing today is making a difference to anyone um, beyond the widget I'm making or whatever it is, then I'm going to struggle to be engaged in my work. The third one, this is the one I want to talk about. The third one is immeasurability. What Lencioni is saying is that, and, and this is based on his experience working with uh, companies and, and people and workforces for 20 plus years, saying that when people can't measure to know whether they're doing well or not, when there's, when there's not that sense of being able to measure how they're going in their job, they're very likely to be disengaged. So let me ask you that question. What are you measuring in your life? What are you measuring in your life? You know, What are, the, what are some of the most important things that you could be measuring better? Because I guarantee you that successful people Uh, are measuring everything and if you want to think more like a successful person let me encourage you to to do that too to measure to measure more things that's the second tip the third tip and this is remember this is three ways successful people think so the first tip we looked at uh, was around mixing long-term thinking and short-term thinking the second tip was about measuring everything and the third tip I want to say is celebrate failure we just touched on this Now, but this is what I see successful people do. They celebrate failure. Most of us, if there's a spectrum um, and celebrate failure is all the way over here, most of us live all the way over there. Celebrate failure, um, be okay with failure, be neutral about failure, hate failure is where a lot of us live. What's the problem with that? Well, we've bought into the myth that um, being successful looks like nailing it first time. The number of very successful leaders that I work with who are in their 20s, as an example, is very slim. That's that's an exception. That is not the norm. Why is that? It's because that people need to fail, people need to lead, people need to try things, people need to stuff up in their 20s, in their 30s. And you know what? Then you see them when they're 40 doing amazing things and you think, I want to do that tomorrow. But what? You wanna do what they're doing now, but you don't wanna fail how they failed the past 20 years. And so I wanna encourage you that, yes, we talked about short-term goals and not wanting to fail our goals all the time, but in life, how do you celebrate failure? How do you go not only being okay with failure, but celebrating it? You know what, I tried. That's in the past six months, I've tried those five things as a leader, and I reckon all of them have failed. And that's great because I've been trying five things. I know it sounds so counterintuitive, doesn't it? Something in me is like it struggles with it, even saying it. Or you know, in in your family, maybe in your role as whether you're a husband or wife, or um, you know, you're living with your parents, or uh, in your friendships. What can you what can you try in terms of being a better friend, a better spouse, and? try it. And if it fails, that's okay. What can you do in your diet and exercise and sleeping? Try it. And if you fail, celebrate failure. That's what successful people do. They fail again and again and again, and they celebrate when they fail because they know they're one step closer. I know it sounds cliched, but it's, it's such a game changer. If you can really learn to go, okay, I'm going to try 10 things and expect nine of them, possibly 10 of them are going to fail. And that's okay. In fact, I'm going to celebrate it. Uh, So if this has helped you to get clear on your leadership, then wherever you're watching or listening, do me a favor and write in the comments clarity. Everything we do is about helping people to get clarity in their leadership and become the best leaders they can be. Um, And once again, thank you for following, subscribing, liking, sharing. If you haven't done that, please do that now. That helps us to get the word out there so we can help other leaders become the best they can be and more of them. Um, And also it means you'll stay in the loop with all of our content on leadership. Uh, as an example, I've just released a book in the past couple of weeks called Step Up or Step Out, How to Deal with Difficult People Even if You Hate Conflict. If you're anything like me, I hate conflict, um, but I go through a process. So we're always... Um, and, and another thing that's on our website, consultclarity.org. This is completely free. The book costs money, obviously. But the um, the on the website, what I'm talking about is our questions that we've done. Seven questions with more than 1,000 leaders around the world. All different sectors, education government, um, multinational companies, small businesses and um, more than a thousand leaders have answered the questions and all that content is up there on our website for free. You can access it. You can read their answers and learn from great leaders around the world. So um, thank you for spending time with me. I appreciate it. I hope you found this valuable and helpful and I'll catch you next time. Cheers.